The Eagles bounce back for a tough win. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Holiday Eagle Football Show right here on S2S Sports Network, part of L4 Media. As Holiday bounces back after losing last week to Jim Ned to beat a very tough Idaho team, 19 to nothing to get the shutout. So in two of the three games, the Eagles so far this year have held opponents to seven or less. They did give up 40 in that Jim Ned game, but we kept trying to tell you, Jim Ned's good this year. Holiday now will take on Childress this week, a Bobcat team that's interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see. You know, Scott Smith was their starting quarterback last year. He got hurt. He's been playing playing defense. Um, I don't know if they're going to make the move to put him on offense, but either way, this is a very solid program. Coach Atwood will talk about that. I mean, Childress is one of those teams that – out in that area, you just always consistently expect them to at least win eight or nine games. Doesn't always happen. Uh, but this is going to be another good battle for the Eagles, another home game, the second one of the year, hoping to even up that home record. Uh, the next two games will actually be at home against two solid teams, Childress and then Snyder, and then boom, you're talking uh, district play. Now, of course, there's going to be a bye in between that. Now, the bye week I haven't talked to Coach Atwood yet about how we'll do that uh, through the shows that I do. Some coaches, we just we, we can kind of reset the season and, and talk about where this team is at, uh, maybe some personal stuff with the coach about where he came from, his coaching, whatever it is. And then some coaches, they just don't really want to do a bi-week show. They just want to do the when they play, and, and that's all. And, and I'm fine with either one of them. Uh, so we'll talk to Coach Atwood about it, and we'll figure that out. But I'll let you know uh, ahead of time. That'll be next week. Um, you know, and, and we could end up doing it to where we do a, a show next week, and then the next week uh, show kind of be the same thing. Or maybe do one show and just roll it over for those two weeks. Like I said, I'll, I'll talk to him, and we'll figure it out. But we'll go from there. But after that, you hit district play. You'll start that, of course, against Valley View on the road. A lot of road games this year. Uh, two games to start district on the road, then a game at home, and then a game on the road, and then you finish up at home. Uh, but just to say that the season's already about to be week five after this week. It's crazy how quick all this goes. But, hey, at least the temperatures are breaking. All right, we're going to do what we always do, and that's to talk to the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Kyle Atwood. And we'll do all that when we come back right here on the Holiday Eagle Football Show on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. 
Terry Bennett back here on the Holiday Football Show. Now joined by the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Kyle Atwood. And, Coach, that was a slobber knocker last weekend. You win 19 to nothing over Idaloo. Great bounce-back game. Yeah, it was. You know, we were very proud of our kids and, and the way they responded after, uh, you know, the, that home loss to uh, to Jim Ned. Uh, you know, some miscues early on kept us from – I'm putting a little more points on the board in the first half, but uh, definitely proud of our kids, their efforts, and their fight for 48 minutes in that game in Natalie. Well, and you and I talked last week. You know, Jim Ned started leaning on you all in that second half, and you were curious to see how they would react against a, 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 an Idaho team that can be just as physical. And, and I, I thought both sides of the ball, the lines were outstanding. Yeah. You know, we've we shored some things up offensively. It, uh, up front, defensive-wise, we played. Uh, we had a phenomenal game plan and and executed it really well. And our kids just played hard, uh, complete max effort uh, each and every time that they were on the field. And so, uh, you know, we played a really solid defensive defensive game there uh, last Friday night. So, absolutely, we were proud of of each and every uh, aspect of the game. To be honest, and for all the talk about what you're doing offensively and what you're bringing in and the spread and all that, you and I talked and you said, look, you know, it's about balance and offensively y'all were pretty darn balanced this week. Yeah. You know, we, uh, if you looked at the, if you looked at the tape or watched the game, we were, we were able to move it early on, um, you know, with some quick passing game, some screen game, mixing in a little bit of run. We just struggled once we got inside the red zone. I think we were in the red zone four times, came away with two field goals. We had uh, two turnovers in the red zone uh, there in the second quarter. In the first, we got in inside the 10 twice and ended up you know, having to kick a field goal in those, those times. But uh, we were able to, to move it and sustain drives. We just struggled to, to finish drives. And then the second half, you know, the Idaho gave us uh, – you know, they put themselves in really good field position. Uh, we were backed up um, our first two possessions and struggled to really move it and get the ball out. Didn't want to force something and, and give them short field position. And so then we get into the the fourth early in the fourth, and they've pinned us deep. And we I mean, we've got a heavy package, which is very similar to you know the exact same style offense that they've ran for the, the last fifteen years plus. And so we. Uh, we bounce that out there to try and, and give ourselves a little bit of room to work. Um, and I always struggled to stop it. And our kids, you know, they got some momentum in the run game wise. And uh, we were able to take about six and a half minutes off the clock there and uh, march it down, put the ball in the end zone, deep defense step back out on the field and got another stop just like they had all night. And then we turned around and, uh, you know, threw a little play action off of, what we had already ran and were able to put the ball in the end zone one more time. So, uh, you know, proud of our kids and, and their abilities to be multiple. We've got to continue to get better at, uh, you know, what we are implementing. I think we've always shown that each and every week and actually each and every day that we've been on the field in practice. So we've got to continue to do that. But if we're able to, you know, keep that arsenal in, in our pocket as far as jumping out there in a short yardage situation or maybe just to throw a defense off and get into the wing and, and run some, some series of plays out of it, I think it's going to be difficult to defend.
Well, you talk about that red zone, and that's one of those things that I know you've seen as a coach that you, you sometimes you, you just have a season where you can't miss in the red zone, and then other times you have seasons where just things always seem to go wrong. How, how do you correct your red zone work? You know, I think we just got to continue to work it. Um, we hadn't necessarily repped as much stuff as we needed to uh, as far as, you know, red zone goal line work goes. Um, we've started to implement that last week and obviously it'll be a big big thing on our on our plate this week but we've got to continue to rep it um you know as far as the spread goes if if you're in the open field you're really you know you've got your full playbook yeah. at, at your disposal and then as that thing uh you know as you get get a little bit closer to the end zone now those uh the back of the end zone becomes another defender and and so it, it kind of limits you on what you what you can do as far as your vertical passing game and some things of that nature, and then you know it plays a little bit more uh, into the playbook of of a defense. And so we've got to figure out how to be able to grind it out and, and run the ball out of our our stuff. Um, but I think that you know we'll continue to get better. Um, you know I think our our quarterback position has has really began to to understand are you know where we're going with the ball who we're reading um and he's gotten out of the pocket a little bit early in the last couple of weeks but he's uh he's also made all some really good reads and he's he's done some really really good things and he's continued to get better each and every week so i think we'll we'll uh, eventually get there but you know it is frustrating for all uh athletes coaches fans everybody whenever you can step out there and move it, but once you get it down there, you struggle to get it in. So uh, we got to find a way to, to finish drives, and, and I think we will. Um, it's just it's just uh, it's taking us a little bit of time. Well, and you bring up the, the point about the quarterback maybe bailing out of the pocket early, and we've talked about the youth. It's not just learning the offense. It's just the youth of a quarterback knowing when to trust his, his pocket, and it's going to stay clean and when to bail. Yeah, you know, um, it's just I mean, being comfortable, you know. Yeah. Obviously, that they hadn't necessarily been in this style of offense uh, and felt that comfortability uh, ability. And then, you know, uh, Grant did not play last year. So that that's a little bit of it as well. But I think, you know, each week he's felt a little more comfortable. Um, our offensive line is pass protected pretty well. Uh, it's just, just feeling that. Uh, you know, being able to be in there and, and, and say, hey, uh, you know, I can keep my eyes down the field and, and continue to work these progressions and not <clears throat> not feel like the walls are closing in on me, you know. And uh, we just continue to rep it in practice. We had about 15 minutes of pass pro yesterday um, in our Monday practice, and, you know, he's starting to feel a little more comfortable in there, a little more comfortable, and I think we do that, and he'll be able to, you know, pick up – Open some pick off some open receivers there uh, late rather than use his legs, you know. And yeah. then once they've got those things covered, uh, you know, he, if he pulled and run it, he, he's a uh, he's definitely a threat in the run game. But uh, I think that <clears throat> so far defenses have hey, let's cover, cover, and let's spy and make sure that you know we've got someone to to take care of that quarterback on a scramble, and so. If he'll keep his eyes open down the field and we're able to work the pocket, I think we'll be able to, to really hurt some people in the passing game. And then 
eventually that those guys that they're going to be that they've been spying the quarterback with are going to have to drop into coverage, you know, and then that's whenever he can do some real damage with his legs. You take on Childress this week. They're two and one. They're a team. A lot of questions coming in because their quarterback Scout Smith last year hurt his knee. He's looking like he's back. They have a really good running back in Deron Mathis. What do you see when you look at the Bobcats on film? Uh, they're a solid football team. They have been for for years and years. Um, you know, we uh, in two thousand and and one we went into overtime with them uh, in in the by district round, and so. Uh, I know all about Childress and, you know, what comes with it. They're a solid football team, physical, a lot of tradition. Um, and so, you know, we we know that we're going to have to be ready to play. Um, there's, they've got a really good backfield, uh, and Scout is, is starting at that linebacker position for them and played a whole lot of offense. He'll come in occasionally, but he uh, <clears throat> he's definitely a, a threat to be – they are reckoned with on the on the defensive side of the ball, and so uh, you know it's going to be another game that's that's really won in the trenches. Um, you know they're high 70 percent run, um, and and we've got to do a good job offensively in the trenches as well. So we know that that we're going to you know have to win the battle up front, uh, tackle well. Um, we're we're excited about the opportunity to play again at home and. And right the wrong, for, you know, the, the showing we had uh, our first home game. So I think it'll be a good game. I know that uh, Childress is, is a solid opponent, and they're 2-1 two, two and one as well, but their one loss came to a really, really good Bushland team. So uh, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be ready to, to come and ready to play on Friday night. So I think it's going to be a really good one. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. As always, we want to thank the head coach, Coach Atwood, for joining us here on the Holiday Eagle Football Show. Also, a reminder, if you have any questions, thoughts, or comments, you can email them to me, terry at s2ssport.com. It's terry at s, the number two, s, another s, port. <laughs> Had to do that because somebody kept swearing they were e- emailing me a question last week for a different show, and, and they were trying to, but they kept leaving out that second s. It's s2ssport. Uh, dot com. If you have a question call, uh, about the Eagles, you know, for coach, and if I think it's a good question, I'll, I'll read it to him. If it's a question for me about the team, about the district, 6 or 8 Division 2, again, that's starting up soon, or just about 3A in general, uh, I'll be happy to answer that as well. Uh, this is another good matchup. Uh, this offense for Holiday is going to take some time. It's starting to round into form, I think. Uh, the defense is playing well outside of, you know, the second half of, of Jim Ned. Uh, I, I think it was a great test to go right back to Idaloo. And I know Idaloo's trying to do things a little different this year than they normally have, but they're still a physical team. They're still going to try to push on you. And, and I thought Holiday answered well, you know, answered that well with the way they played, especially defensively. So Childress and Snyder, we'll talk about those next week right here on the Holiday Eagle Football Show on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media.